Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. everyone and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm super excited this week because we are going to be chatting about three ways that we can wake up fully charged. Now, what does fully charged mean? Well, to me, it means waking up, almost feeling like you're ready to get up, you're bouncing out of bed with energy, you're ready to tackle what's coming in your day and you're excited and you feel like you have enough energy just to wake up and get going. You don't feel like you need to hit the uh, snooze button on the alarm. You don't want to roll over and go back to sleep. You're not sort of dreading sort of getting up because you just feel so tired. So we're really looking at starting our day with full battery power all ready to go. Now, if this sounds great and maybe you've been trying to get to this point, but you're not sure to sort of sure of where you should be starting, then this is what we're going to begin with. So the first thing that you can do is look at when you go to bed. So you guys know how important our circadian rhythm is and paying attention to this circadian rhythm. So if we start to get tired around that 10, 10 mark, then we need to listen to our body's cues and we need to go to bed rather than going, oh, we'll just put the telly on and we'll watch a short episode of something which is going to boost our cortisol levels due to that exposure to the blue light and sort of get our circadian rhythm out of whack. So picking a regular bedtime can help with this. And whether or not, you know, you're a morning person and you like to get up at 5 or 6 a.m. and therefore your bedtime is going to be closer to that 8 or 9 p.m. mark, or maybe you can sleep in or you like to sleep in just a little bit more and get up around that 7am and then maybe your bedtime is going to be around that 10 to 11pm mark. Whatever it is, looking to get a good six to eight hours of quality sleep. Now I say six, that's sort of, you know, studies have shown that's kind of closer to the minimum if we're getting really good quality sleep. And then, you know, most of us around that sort of seven to eight mark and some people need nine. So again, listening to your body, listening to into those cues that come through in the evening. And then as much as you can, trying to get up at the same time each morning or thereabouts, so close enough. So if, you know, during the week you get up at 7am, you got to get kids off to school or head off to work, then on the weekends you want to try to stick to around that same time now there's occasions we go out we stay up late and we sleep in the next day that's fine you know it's just one of those nights enjoy it while you can but then when you can get back to getting up at around that same time studies have actually shown that we're better off you know even if we have a late night getting up at around that same time we'll actually have more energy throughout our day than if we sleep in longer and then you know get up later we don't tend to have as much energy and that is again related back to our circadian rhythm so the first thing that you can do to feel really fully charged is to pick a regular bedtime a regular wake up time and really pay attention to those cues your body is giving you when you're starting to get tired and follow those cues and go to bed. 
Now, moving on, the second thing that we can do to help ourselves wake up fully charged is to cut back on the alcohol, which may not be a very popular topic, and also look at limiting our caffeine before 12 p.m. So alcohol and caffeine are both sleep disruptors. So they are going to interrupt our sleep. It means that we're going to wake up more throughout the night. We are going to need to probably go to the toilet too because they are a diuretic, which means they'll make you, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and you'll need to head off to the toilet. And all these things are going to disrupt our sleep. It means we don't get into our deeper sleep states and therefore we don't wake up feeling refreshed and energized. So If we're having alcohol, we want to limit it to one glass and we want to try to stop, you know, drinking that alcohol by about two to three hours before you go to bed. Now, optimally, if you can cut out the alcohol completely, you're going to have a much better night's sleep and you can do a little bit of an experiment. You can, you know, do a night or a couple of nights where you're going alcohol free, track your sleep and see how you wake up and feel and then have a night where you might have you know, one glass of wine, track your sleep, see how it goes. It is going to be a little bit more disrupted. But if you tip over to the two glasses, you're definitely going to find that there's quite a bit of sleep disruption. So tracking that can be really helpful. Cutting back or eliminating alcohol is definitely going to help our sleep and our energy levels. And then with caffeine, again, because it is, you know, uh, it energizes us, but it stimulates us and therefore it will affect our sleep. So if we can limit that coffee intake or, you know, caffeine take to midday or earlier. And the reason we say that is because caffeine has a half-life of six hours. So if you have your last cup of coffee at 12 p.m., By 6 p.m., so six hours later, you will still have half of that coffee still in your system. Another three hours after that, so another 50% or half-life after that 6 p.m. is 9 p.m., you'll still have a quarter of the coffee in your system and so on. So you can see that if you are having, you know, coffee at, you know, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, just that afternoon, pick me up get me through to dinner time, then it's not going to be out of your system enough to help you fall asleep. So if you're having troubles falling asleep or getting a good night's sleep, then definitely cutting that caffeine out or back and limiting that last cup to before midday is going to be really helpful in helping your sleep and helping you wake up feeling really refreshed. Now, finally, our third point that we talk about to wake up fully charged. And this is one that's not normally said and maybe one that you might not have heard before, but if you've you know been listening to the podcast for a while, it's one that I've talked about and that's about getting morning sunlight. Now, if we can wake up and get some morning sunlight within half an hour of waking up and we want to get a good sort of 10 minutes of morning sunlight, then that actually stimulates the, our cortisone levels. So it wakes us up, which we want cortisol to wake us up and feel energized, but it also stimulates the production of melatonin. So our night's sleep that's coming up that night, that quality of that sleep is actually being started first thing when you wake up in the morning. So it's kind of that, you know, getting pre-organized, getting pre-ready sort of thing that it starts that early. So if we can wake up and we don't have to go outside, it's better if you can get outside, you know, maybe you can go for a walk. You could sit outside and have your breakfast outside. You could just go into your backyard and have a bit of a walk around, hang out some washing, anything that's going to expose you to that morning sunlight. 
But if you don't want to go outside, maybe it's freezing cold, you could, you know, sit near a window, just get a few, sit down, meditate, grab a book, have your breakfast, have your coffee, something just right directly near a window so you're getting that morning sun into your eyes. And that will set you up for a better night's sleep from the start of the day. So getting that good quality sleep and waking up energized almost starts from the day before, not even the night before, but getting that morning sun. And it's really simple to do. It's free, it's easy, it doesn't take a lot of time and you can multitask. So maybe if you are going to, you know, stand in your spot of sunlight, you could do some stretching or as I said, your meditation, you could do your Pilates workout. You can multitask and do a few things at once. Maybe your kids are up early and you can find that little patch of sunlight that you can sit and read a book with them or, you know, play with some blocks or whatever it may be. But getting that morning sun is really important just to set you up for that night ahead that's coming for that sleep. Now, if you are interested in finding out some other ways to get fully charged and you would love to wake up in the morning ready to jump out of bed, then make sure you sign up for the fully charged challenge that I am launching next month. So I will link that up in the show notes for you, but get ready for that because it is coming. It is going to be a five day challenge full of some amazing tips, tricks and strategies to help you wake up fully charged and really step into the life that you want to live through your health and fitness and reach your full potential in all areas of your life. Because if you, you know, guys have been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know how fundamental our health is in all areas of our life for our performance. So I'm really super excited to be sharing this challenge that's uh, coming up next month. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an amazing week. If you do try some of these strategies to really get yourself fully charged, then make sure you reach out and let me know. You know, find me on socials at My Movement Health. I love receiving your DMs and messages and uh, tag me if you're listening to the podcast or you have any aha moments. Otherwise, have a fantastic week and I'll catch you again next week. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.